0: Hey guys How we doing tonight? We ready to talk about Dirty Pedal? What? Give me Kim, you shit, okay? Calm down. This Kim just woke me up to something interesting. But we'll get into it when we talk about the show or the movie. How the fuck I'm coming across this. I have no idea. What we got going on? We got Tom in the tower already. We got Luna Girl and Dragon Buddy. What are you all having talking for?
1: I think I knocked my microphone. And I tried to go out around the damn landmine in our home.
0: Okay. Is that something we need to bring up on?
1: Well, when I came back, I didn't realize I knocked it because I heard something go bam on the floor. And I thought, oh, great. I went through the floor.
0: Now nah, believe me, you went through the floor. You'd be stuck in the floor. Just saying. I know. Anyways, let's get on the other side of this. over through these brand information. There it is. Brand information. Brand. Okay. Sorry, I didn't hear the. B. Brand.
1: Yeah, as in brand. Brand. brand.
2: E-R-A-N-D.
1: As in brand name products, yes.
0: This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com.
2: Welcome to Using Views. I'm Scott. I'm Kim. And this is, of course, I don't have to begin because we're running, we are running late tonight. Uh, this is episode 135, Dirty Dancing.
1: Starring Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey. And also the one that started starred Penny also starred in Flashdance, too.
0: Okay. But you forgot who, come on, come on. The biggest name actor in this fucking movie is it's her Pat- father.
1: I know. Which Ain't name Patrick is, Swayze. No, which is which is Orbach.
0: Right, Jerry Orbach.
1: Which also done the voice to Lumiere for the candlestick in Beauty and the Beast. You didn't know that?
0: Yeah, he did. No, I did not know that. Yeah, he did Lumiere. <laughs> well, you're just popping out information left and right, aren't you? <laughs> Any more shit you're going to be pulling out? You sure? I'm positive. All right. Well, before we get into our
2: normal bee's niece. Yes. we
1: we'll
2: are get into some red five bee's niece.
1: Yes. And
2: that is.
0: <laughs> and that is the upcoming Parsec Awards on November 27th. Yes.
2: 2021
0: yes. live on the
2: red five network youtube channel yes we just don't have a time yet no we
0: don't but
2: that is what is going down in the pawpaw patch and would you quit trying to catch it
0: what? hey alan's in it in and here so in souls hannah hey alan and hannah how y'all doing so what do you think red the uh, red five parsec awards coming up first annual you
2: excited about it?
1: I am. It's interesting to see what, who the winner what, would be of these of these each of these categories.
2: Yeah. Which what what category are you looking forward to the most?
1: I really don't have a
0: favorite. You're just category. looking for the whole show, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Interesting. I think me personally, I had to choose a couple. Obviously,
2: best new best movie. I think one best movie, uh, best series, and then of course. Gotta go to the best fight scene.
1: Oh, most definitely. Most you know, definitely.
2: I think, mean, mean, honestly, I mean, that, that there should just be your three categories. Oh, yeah, I agree. And you don't need, besides the radio Award. radio Award's really cool too. Yes. But other than that, yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: I could do without the rest. I'm choking. It's going to be awesome. There's like, what, 13,
0: 14 categories? Yeah, 13, 14. Fucking crazy, yeah. man.
2: Anyways, it's the first annual, first time. Yeah, it is. Uh, for everybody didn't know, we at one point we asked, uh, or we gave there was nominations, and then we turned around and asked everybody to vote on throughout Twitter while we're fans and stuff.
1: Give my girl Must like, dirty dancing. I support Kels Love for the next movie.
2: For the movie,
1: we watch it like once every five years, and I do not complain.
0: Fuck, how do you get away with it every five years?
1: Watched
0: it in forever. Oh, really? We just watched it to get prepared for the show. yes
1: I know, but it's been forever that since I had watched oh, it. Oh yeah,
0: six months is forever.
1: No, actual.
0: Oh, it's been a fucking year.
1: Almost a year and a half.
0: Five years. Five years. You haven't watched it. Yeah, watched I watched it. it a year and a half ago with you you did, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't think. The that- only thing, okay, hold it. On. The only thing I don't fucking watch with you.
2: The only thing I don't watch with you is that fucking Rachel Ray shit. That's
1: that's my entertainment. Thirty
2: minute meals or whatever the fucking yeah, dumbass 30. shit she it's, it's came out 30 with. Me-
1: Thirty minute meals. That's she was originally on. Sorry, the but
2: it's not my cup of tea.
1: Well, it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's uh, it's my entertainment.
2: Right? Speaking of Alan, my god did you did oh you didn't get cuz you had to work yesterday. Yeah. My god, the new intro for uh uh
0: uh sidebar. Oh god. Fucking awesome. Okay. It's fucking sweet. Okay. Alright, I'll have to make sure I show it to you. Yeah. Power of Make sure my volume's down. Don't want to get, don't want to get copyrighted from fucking Dave and Jason's show. <sighs> Can you imagine that fucking show go off the air because I played something from Dave and Jason? That'd be funny than hell. This is really riveting for our audience. Later. All right, real ribbing priority, so hang on a minute. I'm going to kill our mics for a second. That's fucking badass, of course. You yeah. can tell when the rock part kicked in because man, I fucking started that game.
1: Oh heck yeah. That
2: was that was cool. That was fucking yeah. killer ass shit, man.
1: Uh gamer status is on.
0: Well, hello, gamer status.
1: And something
0: oh, somebody else is on. Oh. Huh. Well thing we 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 got we got our everybody in the chat. They can
2: uh welcome everybody new into the into the chat. But before we do, let's go ahead and talk about what we're we going to talk about. Oh, yes.
1: We're going to do our business.
0: Oh, yeah. Business.
1: And then we're going to get on with the main show topic. No, not
0: the main show topic. After the main show topic, we talk about.
2: We're going to talk about what we saw last night. Or last night.
1: Oh, that's right. Yes. Let's go. Thank you to our Patreons, Luna Girl and Dragon Buddy, Don Dillis, Nucholsky, Brady Big Lovin, Hannah, Mikey, and Brent Lee, and Case.
2: Join our you can join our Patreon, go to patreon.com, search in the creator bar, use and abused pod.
1: Search for used and abused pod today on all your favorite podcast apps, including Apple, Google, Audible, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeart and Radio, and more.
2: We're a proud member of the Red Five Network, go to Red Five Network.com to find more exciting podcasts like
1: Blue Milk Cafe Conversations,
2: Press play, play streaming, streaming service with Alan and General Shinobi.
1: Yes, and Scarab
2: Sidebar Cantina,
1: A- ATSW, the escape pod around the ring. Around the ring, okay. science, we're not gonna... science Fictionary. there's Salty 30... okay, Convers... nerd. <laughs> there's 33 of them, sarlacc you don't digest, live... okay, etc.
2: Oh, then you hit Check out Sidebar Pie family. I was going to say Cantina family, but whatever. The sidebar, the sidebar Cantina, they always record Monday nights. Yes.
0: And then the, and the escape,
2: escape Pod will be on tomorrow night. Yep, 7.05 Eastern, and we are going to be doing Ghostbusters do one, 1 and, and
0: two. 2. Also, you can find them on your favorite podcast apps. Check out Orange and Fet Show also on Spotify. Also,
1: check out Sweet Studios, Big Sweet's Excellent Adventure, and Tactical Sweet only on YouTube.
2: And don't forget to smash that like button. If you're new to the channel, click subscribe and then click that bell to be notified when we go live.
1: You can find Used and Abused Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.
2: Email us at usedandabusedpod at gmail.com.
1: Our website is usedabusedpod.com, all lowercase. There you can find links to all of our episodes, link to our YouTube videos, replays of our live streams link to our merch store, and link to our Patreon under the donate button. You can ha- you can leave us a message and also click subscribe to be notified by email when new audio-only episodes are available. Go to tpublic.com and search for used, abused, all lowercase. For our merch store, there are t-shirts, tank tops, hoodies, face masks, onesie, coffee uh, mugs, and, and et cetera <laughs> that you can put our
0: that. logo on exactly so
1: what
2: did we watch last night
1: we besides had, dirty dancing okay so we actually watched a uh, little snippet little snippet on the obi-wan kenobi with uh ewan mcgregor
0: <laughs> good lord all
2: right you already forgot who he was
1: and then we also watched boba fett under the helmet
2: Let's go ahead and start with Obi-Wan, the series getting ready to come out next year, 2022 some point next year. Obviously, we saw a bunch of concept art. You yes. got to hear an interview with Ewan McGregor. Yes. Talking about the fact that him and Hayden are gonna be back together and having one more one shot, shot at uh, shot at
0: each other. At each other. <laughs> 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 if i'm going to smash the life but i better get some dinner eh? well you know <laughs> you are in idaho and we are in arizona so not not quite gonna happen that way <laughs> <laughs> anyways um yeah so we saw a bunch of concept art yes which
2: you know i mean looks good it looks interesting
1: it does and they also said that with uh also said that the Obi Wan Kenobi series or movie or whatever is series series is going to be taking place in a dark time where they're still hunting down the Jedi.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, we're in it pretty much since Revenge of the Sith. We've been in the dark time.
1: Oh, I know, but I'm just saying they just they just kind of reiterated that.
2: Okay, and here's my, I'm a, I don't like getting the fan theories,
1: okay. but
2: I'm gonna create my own fan theory. Okay. So yeah. this whole thing with. Vader and Obi-Wan fighting
0: you and supposedly Vader in the outfit. Okay. On Mustafar. Okay. Could it be that thing that happened in I think was Last Jedi
2: when Rey and Kylo came together through the force but they weren't together, you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I know what you
2: mean. Remember remember yeah. when they did that?
1: Yeah. I know what you mean.
2: Could that be something? I mean, could that be the way? Since it's already been introduced in the canon or canon series, could it be something that they introduce or bring into this series? I just can't. I don't. know. I guess my whole thing is like, okay, Obi Wan went to Tatooine to watch over Luke. Yeah,
1: but the thing is,
2: why would
0: he leave? Yeah, I mean, if he leaves, who the fuck's watching Luke?
1: Yeah, let alone that at the end of A New Hope, the line was When I left you I was but
0: uh Well no I mean okay, I yeah I can't well,
1: remember the whole I'll, line. When was.
2: I left you I was but the a, a learner.
1: learner. Now I'm I the master. master only I'm a, master a master of
2: master evil Darth.
1: Well the thing is, is how are they gonna tie all that in?
2: About the same way fucking Lucas tied in, fucking he trained Anakin or no his fucking Teacher was a Yoda, and ended up finding out that it was no, Qui Gon Jinn. True. I mean, come on. I mean, I'm mean, seriously. When you went, when you went to Episode One the first time,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and here's Obi Wan Kenobi and his master Qui Gon Jinn. Did you go? That don't work. Yeah, I did. Okay. because well, I did? I was like, what the fuck you done to us, Lucas? uh Did you forget what you wrote in Episode Four? Good God. You can share it. One take your spit. <laughs> Nasty. Okay. Anyways. I'm I'm excited for it. I am too. I one you know, like to see where it goes. I do too. But I'm not gonna get over excited for it.
1: Me neither. The one I really wanna see is Boba Fit. The, book, of boba? The book of boba all right yeah. let's talk
2: about under the helmet
1: that was interesting that the original concept for him was going to be a super trooper for vader and it never materialized the super troopers true
2: well because of money
1: yeah and then let alone that lucas says let's make him a bounty hunter yeah which i think was cool and the way that they did the the worn armor from the original yeah. white—I mean, white armor.
2: Right. Well, he went white yeah. armor, and then they painted the silver, yeah. and then they put the clothes on. Then yeah. they started you yeah. know, making it weathered and yeah, and beat up and whatnot, which I thought was friggin' cool. Yeah. Hey, Isaac.
0: Yeah. And um, one thing I I thought was interesting was the 1978
2: parade.
1: I know how they had- when they
2: when they had Darth Vader, Bubba Fett, yeah, and.
1: The parade. in the
2: parade but in film, film. in the film no, costumes yeah. in the costumes from the movies
1: yeah I thought that was well
2: actually boba fett hadn't even been filmed yet in the movie yet
1: no but
2: yeah so i mean it was kind of cool because here you got this new character walking down the street with Darth yeah. vader
1: let alone how I mean, the let alone how the original person that played boba fett got the part
0: oh jeremy Bullet. yeah Bull- oh yeah yeah well we're not to so jeremy yet but the fucking i mean
2: how would you like to be in a kid? I mean, think of those kids. Yeah. I would love to literally see some... I mean, you saw all those kids taking pictures.
1: Well, yeah. And even some of them that had little little pads for each right. of them They got
2: signed by... Uh, Boba
1: Fett and Vader.
2: Right. And, and they
1: literally signed it. Boba Fett right, and Darth right. Vader. And,
2: and Boba Fett was actually being played... At, inside the costume was yeah. the guy that was one of their assistant directors, the directors. yeah. Which is fucking cool. Because he fits yeah. suit. Yeah. But yeah. And then... Right. And then they decide to uh pretty much get Jeremy Bullock, you know, the well actually he applies for it, gets a job, you know, I mean, literally what was it, like six lines, six yeah. minutes or four lines, six minutes of of yeah. footage, whatnot. Yeah. And he, and his character becomes huge. You know, oh, he yeah. really does. Oh, yeah. And then but the thing with Jeremy was fucking that was an awesome thing with his wife there talking about it. Oh yeah. Talking about everything, you know, uh, not just having to you know showing like Will Smith and all these guys that got fucking autographs, yeah. you know, and shit or, like Bubba's fucking he- helmet. I'm like, goddamn. Uh
1: huh. Oh what yeah. Bastard. <laughs> I know. I know. But
2: just to how much he enjoyed or he he embraced that character. Character.
0: Oh yeah. He. he and you, you he just see it hit. every time they
2: showed him from a set or, or from not just a set, but from the uh, like all the celebrations and shit. He was says ear. Yeah, you know, smiling from ear to ear, enjoying oh, yeah. himself, and this is the fact that I also liked how they talked about how uh, he brought the kind of Clint Eastwood style
1: stances yes.
2: and look to Boba Fett. Yes, he did, which I like. Yeah, because I mean, I love Clint Eastwood in, in the Western movies that he's been in. Oh yeah, Clint
1: Eastwood Westerns are good movies. Yeah,
2: yeah, and so. Then we went on, and then it was a nice piece that they did play. You know, I mean, obviously, we just barely lost Jeremy. Yeah. But I mean, last year, I mean, and it sucks. Yeah. I was really hoping maybe he might be able to even, you know, sneak, sneak a sneak a role into um, Book of Bowl. You know, yeah. you know, some, I mean, and then the fact that they went over all the other roles he'd been in in yeah. you know, Star Wars. Oh,
1: yeah. You know, he was a fr- co pilot.
2: Well, from the Imperial officer that drags Leia off huh. of,
1: yeah,
2: through uh, Cloud City. Yeah. To yeah, the pilot when they were uh, flying into Coruscant, Yeah, when Bell Organa was being called back to the Senate, and yeah. pretty much that's when we get informed yeah. that the uh, you know, now it's Emperor Palpatine is taking over, and it's now yeah. going to be the Galactic Senate.
1: Yeah,
2: or whatever the fuck it was.
1: Yeah, and the rest of the other parts that he played throughout Star Wars. Yeah, too. I mean it was fucking cool. It was. You know,
2: it, it is neat to see when these guys get to play multiple parts, parts. You know, and
1: you don't even realize it.
0: No. Or,
2: well, it's like one of those things where, where if you don't know it and all of a sudden you recognize him. I mean, obviously Jeremy Bullock's a little bit different because you're not going to recognize him.
1: No, because, because he's, he's not
2: wearing the Boba Fett mask. No. No, but then turn around I and mean, you like, like C-3PO, okay? Most of us have seen Anthony Daniels outside of, co- outside of the free 3 po costume. Yep. You no, know, from either shots from 77 or 78 or, or 80. Or, you know, seventy nine eighty or, when they're doing, you know, Empire.
1: Yeah, or if they're on loan from Disneyland, or well, fr- on loan from Lucas to Disneyland, I, you walk right into Star Wars, and you say, you have three CPO and R2-D2 going like this, too. You right, 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 right,
0: right. <laughs> but what
2: I'm saying is, like, when Anthony Daniels had that surprise, had yeah. that little guest appearance in yeah. uh, Attack of the Clones. Clones,
0: yeah.
2: I mean, I recognized him right away. I knew who the fuck he was. Yeah. I had to be told that was, you know, mm-hmm. Anthony Daniels. Yeah, I knew I who he was. Oh, yeah. You know, or once in a while when you see uh, Warwick Davis,
1: yeah, you, you know, know, you know he's as he's long as wicked. you can see
2: part m- most of his fucking face, yeah, he's, you know, his regular face, you know who he is.
1: Yeah, he's wicked. Plus, he played other parts oh, that's too.
0: Shit, a lot of parts. Hey, Hector. Yes, sir. Hello again. But yeah,
2: I mean, and then, and then they of course they went back into showing bits and pieces of the
0: trailer. Yes, I'm not going to bring up the KK person. I mean, that, that, you know what? There we go. She who should not be named.
1: Oh, okay. Light bulb, click.
0: There you go, there you go.
1: Yeah, light bulb, finally, click, yes.
2: So, you know, I mean, in in Harry Potter, we have he who should not be named. And Yeah. And Mm. and with Star Wars, it will be she She who shall shall not be named. named. Exactly. Yes. That is what we'll start doing from here on out. Yes. Hashtag that shit.
0: (laughs) Exactly.
2: Anyways, and then it went, obviously, scenes and shit, or the trailer scenes that we've seen so far of Book of Boba, which again starts December 29th.
0: Yes. Which I can't wait for. Yeah. Oh, I'm just reading the chat as it's swarming
2: by. It's swam, it, the chat is swarming by?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: All right. Well, I guess we should get into this 1987
0: chick flick dirty dancing i guess
1: well wait a minute we have one more piece
0: we do oh go for it you yes. you're you the one who gave
2: me you're the one who told showed me this then i turned around and shared it with someone else
1: yeah <laughs> all right and so
2: go ahead kim <laughs> drop this bomb on everybody
1: <laughs> okay in, for... ca- in
2: case those of you who like to watch a macy's thanksgiving okay. day parade
1: okay so, yes, for those of us, for those of you that like to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, it says Macy's unveils its massive Baby Yoda balloon ahead of this year's Thanksgiving Day Parade. So Grogu's actually going to be a balloon in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade this year. Ah! Yes! It's <laughs> will be worth watching
0: it this year. Oh, damn, too bad I've been cutting cable by then. No girl grew in this house. <laughs> you heard me.
1: Do you want me to go ahead and read this?
0: Do you want to read it? I mean, how, <laughs> big is, how big is the, the balloon going to be?
1: Um, that's what I was looking at.
0: I know it says in the article.
1: Yeah, I was looking what part of the article. It's going to be a big balloon.
2: Really? Or is it going to be a small balloon? 41 feet high. Yeah. 29 feet long and 37 feet wide. The balloon is a massive size increase for the little green guy that quickly became a fan favorite upon the making upon making his big debut in and hit 2019 Disney Plus series The Mandalorian.
1: That's true, he did make his
0: debut. And of course in the article it says but is every bit as cute. That's right! God. <laughs> you can stream it now, Kim. Okay! Okay! Now if I cut the internet too, <laughs> I'll put block, I'll, I'll I'll go pull the outside line. Oh please don't! Want
2: to and, and I'll shut your fucking phone down. Let's see, well, so you got that? That's got easy to do with streaming. Or... I'm teasing. <laughs> well, we, wa- we watched it last year, or we wanted to watch it last year. We did watch part of it last year, and then
1: we just we didn't watch all because it, it was just not afraid
2: last year i'm sorry yeah, it was, yeah, i mean <laughs> i mean it had to do with had to, had to do with fucking covid and stuff yeah. i understand that but yeah yeah i mean there was a few few bits of it that were just like ah,
0: damn
2: yeah anyways this year will be great
1: yes it will i uh,
2: haven't heard anything whether or not fans are gonna be i don't yeah. i did not read an article yet so i can't say whether or not i've read anything whether they're gonna be actually have fans there or not or hopefully hey, well, do.
1: fans can expect to see countless familiar faces and beloved characters right, but as our... they take a windy stroll down Manhattan 6th Avenue. The big news. This year's Macy's Day. Okay, that's that
0: one.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So, let's see here.
2: <laughs> and... DB says, Macy's Parade, football, turkey dinner, stretchy pants, pants football, football, turkey sandwich, <laughs> and not order because company is here and I
0: can't wear stretchy pants. Yet. Oh, gosh. Love it, brother. Love, it's love it.
1: It's not. It doesn't no, we'll be watching.
2: We'll be watching the Macy's Parade. That's something that yeah. we do do.
1: Um, it's, All right. Well, we yeah. won't worry
2: about it. We'll, we'll find out. We'll find out by next week.
1: Yeah, we will.
2: Anyways, can we get into this romantic drama dance film?
0: Okay.
2: Because it is Dirty Dancing. 1987 American romantic drama dance film written by Eleanor Bergstein, produced by Linda Gottlieb, and directed by Emile Ardelina, starring Jennifer Grey and Patrick Swayze. Tells the story of Francis Houseman, better known as Baby, played by Jennifer Gray, a young woman who falls in love with a dance instructor, Johnny Castle, played by Patrick Swayze, at a vacation resort.
0: Where are you finding? I got something different than you pulled up, I guess.
2: I'm at the top of freaking Wikipedia. Where you at?
1: Oh, I'm now back at the top of Wikipedia. All right.
2: Also starring Jerry Orbach and Cynthia Rhodes.
1: Cynthia, Cynthia, Cynthia uh-huh. Rhodes. That's the one that played at, in Flashdance. She was okay. also a, a dancer, too, run, in
2: that one. The hundred is 100 minutes even. Uh, it was originally released May 12, 1987 at the Cannes Film Festival and then released, at least in the United States, August 27, 1987. Budget the budget for the movie was $4.5 million, and its box office, Kim, was what?
1: $214.6
2: Wow. Yeah. The film was based on screenwriter Eleanor Bergstein's own childhood. She originally wrote a screenplay for the Michael Douglas film *It's My Turn*, but ultimately ended up conceiving a story for a film which became *Dirty Dancing*. She finished the script in 1985, but managed management changes at MGM put the film in development hell. The production company was changed to Bestron Pictures, with Emily Ordolino as director and Linda got to live as producer mm-hmm. and i do apologize for killing those names i severely do anyways filming took place in lake Lure, north carolina and mountain lake virginia with the film score composed by john morris and dance choreography by kenny ortega,
0: ortega. wow
2: dirty dancing premiered at the 1987 Cannes film festival on may 12 1987 as i mentioned before and was released on August 21st, 1987 in the United States, earning, like we said, $214.6 worldwide, and was the first film to sell more than a million copies for home video.
1: It earned positive reviews from critics who particularly praised the performances of Gray and Swayze, and its soundtrack, created by Jimmy Liener, generated two multi-platinum albums and multiple singles. I've Had the Time of My Life, performed by Bill Medley and Jennifer Warnes, won the Academy Award for Best Original Song, the Golden Globe Award for Best Original Song, and the Grammy Award for Best Pop Performance by a Duo or Group with Vocals. The film's popularity led to a 2004 prequel, Dirty Dancing Havana Nights, which I don't understand why that's a prequel, and a stage version which has had sellout performances in Australia, Europe, and North America. A made-for-TV remake was also released in 2017.
2: I'm All right, well, let's go a little bit, a little bit of trivia here before we go over the plot. Patrick Swayze had to convince Jennifer Grey to be in this film because she had disliked him Gray. so much while they were filming Red Dawn.
0: Yes, because did not get along.
2: <laughs> Swayze was offered six million dollars to reprise his role as Johnny for a sequel, but he wasn't a fan of sequels and turned it down. Swayze insisted on doing his own stunts. During the log scene, he kept on falling off the log and injured his knee so badly he had to have the fluid drained from the swelling.
1: Okay. Little tidbit on that. Yes, I'm full of more information. <laughs> and you probably already know this.
0: Oh, All right. This well, you do the episode.
1: <laughs> no. All right. Patrick Swayze, the reason why he did his own stunts is because when he was growing up, his mom was actually a dancer and his dad was actually a horseback rider. So he learned a lot of his moves from his dad and his dance moves from his mom. So he had the best of two worlds.
2: Okay. Well, I'm going to give you some more trivia about the movie. Okay. The dance that Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey do during the love scene
0: uh-huh.
2: was the same dance that they for the screen test it was not originally supposed to be in the film jennifer gray was about to embark on a publicity tour to promote this movie when she and then boyfriend Matthew broderick were involved in a head-on collision in their rental car in ireland in which mother in which a mother and daughter died in august of 87 oh damn that sucks uh jennifer gray at 27 was eight years older than the character a baby
0: Eight years older, twenty seven. Was that? yeah cool. calculator up. During her audition, she had five minutes to prove she could play
2: younger, and that she had the moves for the role. The song she liked to win. Was,
0: the
2: song she liked to win was co written by Patrick Swayze, Swayze. with Stacy Uh huh. Widlitz and somebody. You by Patrick Swayze. Yes, she was nineteen uh okay and that the pembroke virginia resort where many of the kellerman scenes were filmed hosts three dirty dancing themed weekends a year dinners a sock hop a screening of the movie a watermelon toss group dance lessons and a dirty dancing scavenger hunt are just some of the many activities on the agenda the lake at the hotel at the mountain lake what what, what?
1: okay it's getting dark because i just turned oh. the night
2: the lake at the hotel at the, at Mountain Lake Lodge dried in 2002. It has been dry ever since. If you visit the lake today, you'll see a stone in memory of Patrick Swayze. Johnny Castle was originally Italian.
0: Mm-hmm. This was changed when Patrick Swayze was cast. Patrick Swayze wore a girdle to look thinner and younger.
2: Mm-hmm. And this one we'll, we'll talk about here in a minute. A part of baby's mother was originally given to Lynn Lipton, who was Briefly visible in the beginning when the Houseman family first pulls into Kellerman's. Yeah. She is in the front seat for a few seconds. Her blonde hair is the only indication. But she became ill during the first week of shooting and was replaced by Kelly Bishop, who had already been cast to play Vivian Pressman. Pressman. Well, oh, says Pressman here. Pressman is a Pressman? I
1: thought it was pressman.
2: I don't fucking know. Let me
1: find out. A highly
2: sex resort guest.
1: Yeah, she's Bishop what's... moved
2: into the role of Mrs. Houseman in the film's assistant choreographer, Miranda Garrison, picked the role of Vivian. All right.
0: I think that's enough. You think that's enough? I think it's enough.
1: I think it's enough because we can cover the rest of it. Pressman, you're right, Vivian Pressman. Okay.
0: Let's get to the plot.
1: I got the plot up.
2: Go for it. A a An older man hey. takes a younger woman and it's pedophilia.
1: No, it's not. Because at the beginning of the movie, she is going into the Peace Corps, which means she has to be 18 or 19. Because at the time to go into the Peace Corps at that time, you had to be 18 to go into the Peace Corps. So.
2: Yeah, you did look that up. Yes, so we, I did. Because we, so we were having a nice little argument before we went live. Part of the reason why we didn't go live right away. Because. Me and her were having a nice argument. So. It was a
0: good argument. I yeah, it
1: was. It was really good. And then here, here's just the, basically, I, I'll i read this, but basically the plot is what I was just going to say. But I'll go ahead and read this. In the summer of 63, Francis Baby has. Hold been... it,
0: hold it. Can I bump the brakes for a minute? Because. Yes.
1: Yeah, I agree. What? Uh- <laughs>
0: Speaking
2: of which, we gotta do Red Dawn. And I'm not talking about the fucking remake. I'm no, talking about j- the original 1984 yeah, movie. The
1: one with Swayze and Grey.
2: No. The one with Swayze, um, C. Thomas Howell, um, and a few other bigger actors who are not as slugly as... I mean, excuse me, I didn't say that out
0: loud, did I? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm, Jennifer Grey is not a fucking sex symbol. There has been. Well... <laughs> Why is she being cast in these sex symbol roles? I mean...
2: Anyways, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll shut up. now. We'll let Kim go on with the plot here. you not done yet? No! And This movie seems to be really long all of a sudden.
1: It is in the summer of 1963, Frances Baby Hausman is vacationing with her parents, Jacob Marjorie Hausman, and her older sister, Lisa, at Kellerman's, an upscale Catskills resort in the Bush Bosh
0: Bosh Bosh
1: I guess. Oh, God. <laughs> Owned by Jake's friend Max. Exploring one night, baby secretly observes Max instructing the waiters, all Ivy League students, to romancing the guest daughters, no matter how unattractive. Max also deems the working class entertainment staff, including Johnny Castle, one of the dance instructors. Baby is attra- attracted to Johnny and dances briefly with him after his cousin, Billy, introduces them at a secret dirty dancing party.
0: It's Borscht, Borscht Belt.
1: Borscht Belt. Okay. B-O-R-S-C-H-T.
0: Borscht.
1: Okay, Borscht
0: Where do you get an elk? There's no L in there.
1: Bar- Borscht
0: Where the fuck is the "L"?
1: Never mind.
0: B-O-R-S-H-T. You're like shit. I guess. That's okay. Um.
1: Boy, they're leaving out a whole.
0: Oh God! Around. Here we go. All
2: right, everybody. They're hey. leaving. Ray out got the popcorn. Break <laughs> out the frigging and everything else. Because here goes Kim. Whatever, whatever plot they just fucking forgot. She's going to fill us all in.
1: Yeah, because for the simple reason is,
0: I lost chat.
1: She. <laughs> she. Yeah, she gets she gets introduced to Johnny, but it's because her and his cousin her and his cousin Billy has to carry watermelons, and well, he his her Johnny Castle's cousin Billy's carrying watermelons almost drops him, and Baby oh. asks for help, and
0: hell yeah, brother, exactly. It's all about Elizabeth oh, Shoe, okay. Elizabeth Shue, Rita Ford, yeah. Anyway, so Baby happens fuck to out of show,
1: come across Billy Billy, Johnny Castle's cousin, hug hug uh carrying watermelons <laughs> to a staff party, which Billy then asks Baby, Do you wanna go to this party? And Baby says yes. So they go to the party, she's a wall feller on the sideline, and he she gets asked, What are you doing here? And her famous words is I help carry <sighs> melons.
0: And, and then, oh
2: God! Well, I could say something really. Oh, I really want to say it really bad right now.
1: I <laughs> agree.
2: I really want to say you're right. She does say that line. I'm carrying melons, and yeah. there's another part I want to say right now that I think every time she says that fucking line. Of
0: course, you ain't got none.
1: So she's watching this, and she's going, "How?" How do you dance like this? And then that's when Johnny comes up and Billy introduces Johnny to Baby, takes her out on the dance floor and teaches her basically how to dance. And that's how they meet.
0: Then, yes.
1: (laughs) But that's how she originally meets Johnny. And they left that whole thing out. Now I'll go on to see what else I left
0: out. They left a whole other thing out, too. The phone just drops. The phone just drops. I don't even have this plot in order. What do you fucking expect from Wikipedia? You expect something perfect from Wikipedia? No! I mean... And then as, sh- as the movie <laughs> goes, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it is important. Because <laughs> I left the whole stuff out. Because at this time. Now at this point in the program, we like to remind you that I have no fucking idea.
1: <laughs> because by at this time, yes. Then they're at a night party for the guests.
0: Actually, I do remember what I wanted to say.
1: Go ahead. Before I go
0: on.
2: What I wanted to say is, obviously, forgetting the fucking plot points of this movie in certain spots is just as bad as Traction Compound.
0: Exactly! Exactly!
1: (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, so then they have a camp get-together with everybody on a dance. And this is where Vivian Pressman is where Vivian Pressman is. Her and Johnny's dancing because the as was said the total goal of the dance staff is to keep these guests satisfied. Well, Vivian Pressman is what they call a bungalow bunny, meaning that her husband will go off and play a poker game and she stays at the resort. Okay? So then babies over here Watching it, Bill Billy Ben says, "You are you hungry?" Yes. Brings her to the kitchen, opens the fridge, and says, "We have cabbage rolls, this, that, and the other. What would you like?" She happens to look over there, and Penny's on the floor. So then she runs back to the dance floor where where Johnny is, and tells Johnny about about Penny, and then he goes and gets Penny and puts her to bed, and that's where this next part comes in, which is. Which is, Baby learns Johnny's dance partner, Penny, is pregnant by, by Robbie, which Robbie, another fact, Robbie also hits on Baby's older sister, Lisa, and says, I want to be with you. But in reality, he does not. He plays a whole film.
2: Today's episode brought <laughs> to you by the letter K, mean, for Kimberly. She's running this whole
0: fucking show by herself. So... <laughs> Keep you you going! Keep going! I'll let you go. When you leave out I, certain parts. I
2: love, I, I love your, your, your fire for this. I mean,
1: so good.
2: <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Robbie is a canoe. <laughs> Robbie's one of those ones, oh, God. That is somebody you just want to beat the fuck out of.
1: Yeah. Then, in the midst of all of this, yes, yeah, she finds out Penny's pregnant. They want to set up an abortion for her, but cannot afford it. So then then Baby goes to her dad as they're playing golf. Yes, they're playing golf at this resort. Can I borrow $25,000 for a friend? Yeah. And her dad just hands it over to her. Here you go. Why can't I have been born into a rich fucking family? So she gets the money from her dad. So they set up this abortion with this doctor. And in the meantime, Johnny and Baby are learning the dance for the the other hotel. I can't remember what it was called. Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. Um, you went blank.
2: You went blank. The, uh-oh. Uh-oh.
1: Uh-oh. Uh, oh, you're
2: on such a roll.
1: I know, but the hotel, it was something. Anyway, it was a sister hotel to Kellerman's. And so they have a show to do because the dance staff not only entertains Kellermuns, but they also entertain the sister property as well. So Johnny and baby are learning this routine that him and Penny were supposed to do. And so in the midst of learning this routine, they, he, he, they go mirror, and it's hard enough trying to keep her on her feet with heels and keep them separated to learn this routine then when they finally learn the routine because Penny's helping at the end they're going through it and Johnny says are you trying to kill me and baby says no I'm not trying to keep baby says yes I'm trying to kill you I'm trying to help you but yes I'm trying to kill you you haven't taught me lifts you haven't taught me this that and the other so then they then he says okay let's go so it's rainy. they go to the they go to the lake they start the dance and they're practicing the lifts at this point they're practicing the lifts so this whole time they're practicing the lifts to try and get this routine together to go do at the sister property. And when they went to the sister property, they noticed that the Schumachers, which is oh
2: that lovely old couple,
1: yeah, which bunch is, is
2: bunch of thieves even bastards,
1: yeah, they, they <laughs> damn, actually,
2: yeah.
1: But that that's later. They find that out that later. Anyway, so baby happens to catch the Schumachers and as they're going home and she's changing back into her outfit because she had to use a car for a changing room
0: what? that's just funny
1: I know anyway so she hold it
0: hold it DB says that Johnny should have tried kicking her in the shins she might have learned faster just saying and I agree hey
1: you can't just learn a dance routine overnight when you haven't been, when you've been so sheltered and you don't even know what, what dancing is.
0: Yeah, it's a problem. she has been fucking sheltered. So. answered her naivety. You know, so. I fucked that word all up. She was naive as a motherfucker.
1: Yeah. And so then they go to this hotel. I cannot remember what it's called. It's bugging me now. Oh
2: God, who cares? Really? Is it bothering you that bad?
0: Is the body? Says
1: that no resort. It, I don't even remember, so we won't even worry about it. Anyway, so they go and perform this. <laughs> no. So they go and perform this routine that they've worked on, and baby catches the Schumacher's and going home, changing in the car, uh baby says, I thought I was in trouble because I noticed the Schumachers were there, which are regulars at the Kellerman's. Well, then they go back to the the um, Kellerman's Resort they go in to and they pull in and they go to see how Penny's doing Penny is not doing so well so then Baby tries and helps again, runs and gets her father, her father is a doctor and her father at that point helps Penny but then cold shoulders Baby at the time, and during the cold shoulder thing, then she comes out and tells her dad that he was basically not who he said he was, and he said she's not who he, he thought she was, and then it ends up in a big, like I said, big, big, big shoulder. Well, in the process they have an end of the year talent show at Kellerman's. Okay, so they're practicing this this end of the year talent show. This is when the Bungalow Bunny's husband returns and plays a poker game and during the night, because he's up till 2 o'clock in the morning playing poker, he finds his wallet has been stolen. Well, he thinks it's Johnny that stole it because the night that they came from the performance at the sister property, Baby spent the night with Johnny and in the morning Vivian saw her come out because she spent the night with Robbie that night. So then it gets to Max that Johnny stole the wallet so then Johnny goes over to his friend uh, Baby's dad and says you think you know who you're basically you think you know who people are but you really don't know and then tells him the whole story of wallets constantly being stolen including uh the bungalow bunny's husband's wallet so then baby steps in and says no johnny didn't do it and they says how do you know baby says i know because i was with him that night that makes the whole situation worse completely worse so then they fire johnny and johnny tries to talk to baby's dad baby's dad doesn't want to hear anything because she thinks that it that johnny cohorts baby into seeing him and it wasn't and johnny says yeah that's what she would see then johnny and then you see baby and johnny there baby gives johnny a hug johnny goes off and the next thing is they're getting ready to go to this Talent show and her sister, and they're on the Sheldrake.
0: Sheldrake,
1: Sheldrake thank you. The Sheldrake. Had to, literally
2: had to watch, watch this fucking movie on my goddamn phone to find this goddamn fucking part.
1: Yes, it was a Sheldrake. You're lucky. I love you. I know. Anyway, <laughs> anybody
2: else would said fuck you.
1: So anyway, so then the then they're on the balcony of their cabin. I call a cabin because it is a resort, and. Baby. Chabbing, whatever the and like. the song starts she's like the wind through this whole thing baby and lisa's getting ready for this talent show because lisa's she's
0: like me.
1: she lisa's performing this talent show and lisa trees. says baby you want me to do your hair you can do the, we can do this and this and baby Someone looks at her and lisa says no it looks good the way it is so then
0: don't think this should be so Uh-oh.
1: then <laughs> Then they go to the end-of-the-year talent show, where then Kellerman says about milk being pasteurized, something else he saw, something this, that, and other, and how people aren't interested in coming to Kellerman's anymore. And all this time, Baby and her family are sitting at this table. Baby's in the back. Then the talent show gets through. They start at the end of the song, and then you hear the door open. To the hall where they're holding this lap, where they're holding this talent show. So then the camera pans around and in comes Johnny and t- and goes straight over to the Kellerman or to Alsmann's table and says nobody puts baby in a corner. Grabs baby and they start the dance routine to I've had the time of my life. And so when they start the dance routine to that, they get the whole staff going and. Finally, Kellerman finally loosens up to and looks at the music director, I can't remember his name, and says, This is good stuff. And then then Mr. Hausman goes to Robbie, trying to give him a jump on his education at Yale because he thought Robbie was just the bee's knees at the time until Robbie has it slipped. Thank you for your help in the penny situation. You know. You know how what it's like with girls like that, and that's when it clicks for Mr. Houseman that oh, well, it was Robbie that got Penny pregnant and it was her his daughter that helped.
0: Hi. No, you're going on, you're going on. Okay. I just I uh, just something I was looking at going, Oh my god, really? But
2: we'll we'll get to it when we get to there. Okay. Are you done yet?
1: No, I'm I'm wrapping it up here and then we can fill in the blanks because this didn't do justice to the movie. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> and write yourself.
1: <laughs> anyway, so then, um, then, um, they, then baby and, um, her, her and her dad make up. And so that way. The tension between them eases, and then they just all dance till the movie ends. And she finally does the lift, which is amazing, because they practiced this whole lift throughout the whole, sh- throughout the whole routine at the Sheldrake. Not, couldn't do it. Finally, at the end, she pins that lift. Mm-hmm. And that's the plot. <laughs> that's, that's the movie. This doesn't do justice for it. I'm sorry. They left out a whole lot of details. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Yes. You're yes. Uh, there was something I read. I and mean, I can't find it, but uh, I was talking about Jennifer Gray. She
2: that lifting
0: mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Yeah.
2: That was a one take fucking deal. Yeah. She would not practice that. She was so afraid of that. Lift that when they said action on the actual scene, it was one take lift
1: and it worked, it worked. She finally got it,
2: which is like okay, well, that's kind yeah. of dangerous, but yeah. I guess she trusted Patrick, anyways. No reason why I draw my mouth. I mean, I'm looking here at the uh cast of characters,
0: uh-huh.
2: obviously, who to play by. I and mean, obviously, you know, we know we all know who Jennifer Gray is, well, and who Patrick Tracy is. Cynthia Rhodes is the one that actually played Penny Johnson, mm-hmm.
0: uh, and uh. <laughs> okay good so the girl says great job Kim thank you and Hector says Kim 2024 uh, anyways
2: uh, so Cynthia Rose who played Penny mm-hmm. she was a, an ensemble dancer in Xanadu she was Tina Tech in Flashdance
1: mm-hmm. Yep, she was one of the other uh, she bar was dancers. Jackie
2: Cole and Staying Alive. Mm-hmm. Uh hold on. She was Air Officer Karen Thompson. Oh, no fucking way. In the movie Runaway.
1: Oh wow. I didn't you know. You do
2: not know this movie, Runaway. No,
1: but I didn't know I didn't know I didn't realize she played anything other than a dancer. Okay,
2: hold on. This movie Runaway stars Tom Selleck and the fucking villain is fucking Gene Simmons. Oh, okay. The movie I've been trying to get you to watch for like the last year and a half.
1: I'm
2: wondering why we haven't. Well, anyways, so she uh, is a retired American actress, singer, dancer. Grim roles include Kinetic and Flash Dance, Jackie and Staying Alive, Air Officer Karen Thompson in Runaway, and Penny and Dirty Dancing. In 1989, she got married. Uh, her years active in the business of actress was 70 to 91. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1989, she got married. Unfortunately, she got divorced in 2013, but she has three kids with. Senior Richard Marks. Oh wow. Anyways, that's Cynthia Rhodes. Um, Terry Or Orback. Y'all know who he is.
1: Yes, he had done the voice of lumiere and did others He was in
2: fucking one yeah. of fucking Law and Order.
1: Yeah, he was in Law and Order too.
2: Anyways, um, let's jump down here to Max Cantor. He played Robbie Gold. Mm-hmm. This one shocked me. Max Cantor was an American journalist. An actor in films such as *Dirty Dancing*, *Fear and Exi- Anxiety*, and *Depression* (1989). He was born in 1959. He unfortunately died October 3rd, 1991, age 32, from a heroin overdose.
0: Oh my gosh!
2: So I was like, "What the?
0: fuck? Yeah, you,
2: you don't expect to see shit like that." Um, there's another one I was looking up for. What's what's that little the little weed fucker? Really? Oh, what? No, 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 no. The little
0: fucking dweeb looking fucker that that's all dressed up and trying to get in baby's pants. Yeah, that's Billy. Oh, Billy was fucking oh, you're
1: t- Oh, you're talking Kellerman's son. Yeah, you're talking What's Kellerman. What's his name? Neil? Yeah, Neil Kellerman.
2: I want to look, he looks familiar to me. I don't really He
0: started really looking familiar to me. I just want to see if he's done anything I know. Probably not. Anyways, director, well, he's a director now. Not even an actor anymore. Wow. I fucking did episode nine? Really hasn't? No, no, some reason really look familiar, anyways. But yeah, interesting. And of course, cousin Brucey Morrow appears
2: in a cameo as a magician. Did you know that? I
0: didn't,
2: you know, you know, that you know, you hear the word cousin Brucey throughout the show. Uh huh, he's a popular DJ back in the day, uh huh, back when they actually had DJs. Yeah,
1: exactly.
2: Um, and also, uh, Emily Ardolino and Matthew Brodick, they don't say where. Also, were in the, had had cameos in Dirty Dancing. Oh wow! Let's talk about the soundtrack for a bit. The soundtrack that drove me fucking batty. <laughs> so we're gonna look this up because actually just here you get the original motion picture soundtrack, which we forgot to pull the record out. My yes. bad. It had four singles from it. First singles was released July tenth, nineteen eighty seven. That is, I have had the time of my life. Yes. Second single was released November seventh, nineteen eighty seven. Hungry Eyes, yes, by Eric Carmen. By the way, mm-hmm. uh, number th- the third one they just got a release date of nineteen eighty seven. She's like the wind, and of course that was
0: Patrick Swayze. Swayze.
2: Yeah, it just says December of eighty seven. I'm not getting an actual date. And then the last single off of this album was released in nineteen eighty eight, and it was Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, the original you had the original, and then you had the A follow-up album, More Dirty Dancing, was released in March of 88. The album, Ultimate Dirty Dancing, released in December 2003, contains every song from the motion picture Dirty Dancing in order as it appears in the film due to the strong resurgence of vinyl record sales. For the film's 30th anniversary in 2017, Dirty Dancing received a vinyl release along with a Blu-ray remaster with a 5.1 surround soundtrack previously unreleased material. Again, the track listings are as follows for the original 87- edition is track one is i've had the time of my life by bill medley and jennifer warren be my baby by the ron s so we did I this and he kind of went back and forth between original 63 yeah. music yeah or original music from back then to uh current music
1: i've got some more information on music go ahead track
2: three she like to win track four hungry our eyes by eric carmen like i said stay by maurice williams and the zodiacs now if you had the cassette tape and or record back in 87 mm-hmm. You'd flip that
0: motherfucker over and you would then go to Yes by Mary Clayton. Yeah. You Don't Own Me by the Blow Monkeys. Hey Baby by Bruce Chanel. Overload by Alfie Zapacosta,
2: Love is Strange by Mickey and Sylvia. Yes. Where Are You Tonight, Tom Johnston. And In the Still Night, The Five satins again the 20th anniversary edition was released on October 15th 2007 by RCA Records uh, and then that's where they pretty much put the whole premise all the fucking shit together oh no that's where you premise guy everything, all the other songs well anyways charts real quick as far as the album goes the United States Billboard 200 where do you think it charted at where do you think it peaked
0: the United States From 87 to 88. What do you think it charted? Fourth or fifth? Number one. Oh, wow. It was
2: number four in the UK and number two. It also, or in 2002, it was number two in the UK soundtrack albums. Uh, It went number five in 2016 under US soundtrack albums. Amazingly, this shit shouldn't be allowed to come back on. And then also in 2016 year in chart it was the uh, number 11. Where in 1988 it was number two. So some there, some of that information there. Certification sales, sales, uh, United States, all we really care about. By the RIAA, it's 11 time platinum. In other words, it sold over 11 million copies as i would believe premise to date
0: but yeah
1: and here's a little bit more about the, the music it actually goes over the rehearsals and stuff too
0: okay
1: there's rehearsals for the dancing and some filming used music from the Burgenstein's Ber- Ber- personal collection of Phone records when it came time to select actual mu- actual music for the film best shows J- jimmy leaner as music supervisor leaner who had previously produced albums and songs for john lennon and Three Dog Night opted to stick with much of the music that had already been used during filming and obtained licenses for, for the songs from Bergstein's collection. He also enlisted Swayze to sing the new song, She's Like the Wind. Swayze had written the song a few years earlier with Stacey Wilds. Wait a wait. wait. So it wasn't
2: written for fucking Dirty Dancing.
1: No, it was not, and that's what I didn't tell you. No, it was not written for
0: *Duty Nancy. Wow. Mm. Well, I'll say this much, Kate. Of the
2: four singles, "Hungry Eyes" and "She's Like the Winter" are actually my two favorites.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I will actually admit that. Now, as far as the other one goes, I heard it so much. It is under the word. It is for. I've had the time of my life. Is right with Kokomo and Don't Worry, Be Happy. Where. If it comes on the fucking, if it comes on anything, I'm shutting the fucker off.
0: Yeah.
2: Or I'll fast forward through the song. Yeah. Now, if it's in the movie, it's a little different story. But if it comes on, like, series XM or any fucking TV, sh- I'm usually hitting mute because I do not, know. and I will not watch the music videos. Matter of fact, those three music videos on my personal YouTube channel have a
0: thumbs down. That's how much I hate them fucking songs. And it was due to overplay. Okay. I was like, Who's been, have your boots been under?
1: She's like the wind. Swayze had written the song for a few a few years earlier, originally with Stacey Wilds, Wildlitz, originally intending for it to be used in the film Grandview, USA, 1984. John Morris composed the film score. The lyrics for the Kellerman song that closes the talent show were, spish- were s- written specifically for the. Film. Woohoo! Sweet!
0: Sweet! Guess what? I'm done.
1: Why? I'm done.
0: This is now the Kim Show.
1: What?
2: I love it. Great idea, guys. I'm for it. Yes, she needs her own damn show.
0: Hell no! Yes, I am for it. Part- Look at this. There's two votes. See? Three votes. Boom!
2: Ha ha! Yep, hey, I, I'll, do all, I'll do all your production and shit for no. you, enjoy yourself.
0: show. No!
2: music no. and with Kim.
0: No! No, 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 I'm no. out of here. No, no!
2: <laughs> no and yes, no. Kelly, well, it, minus, I mean, yes, even with my hatred of if I, I've had to time in my life, it is a damn great soundtrack. I love the mix between the original, you know, or songs from, you know, in the 60s, I'm not going to say 63, because Fuck, we know they We know Hollywood's not smart enough to actually get real songs from the cre- correct era halftime. I know, or at least from that year. They will get them from the that decade.
1: Yeah, and Tom says, "Yeah." Kim explains the universe. Yeah, because I went into a lengthy, lengthy, see, <laughs> lengthy thing. I only
2: be on here no more. Too. Oh, yeah, I'll I'll do all
0: your fucking behind the scenes scene shit with fucking red five and stuff like that. Oh, and you can take it over everybody
1: agrees okay all right no john morris composed the film score the lyrics for kellerman's song that closes the talent show were written specifically for the film and were sung to the tune of annie lyle a commonly used theme for school alma maters kenny ortega and his assistant miranda garrison chose the song for the finale by going through an entire box of tapes listening to each one According to Otega, literally the last tape they listened to had The Time of My Life, which they saw as the obvious choice. Liener then insisted that Bill Medley and Jennifer Warrens report it. The song won the 1988 Grammy Award for the best pop performance by a duo or group, an Academy Award for the best original song, and the Golden Globe Award for best original song. The film's soundtrack started an oldies music revival. And demand for the album caught RCA records by surprise. The Dirty Dancing album spent 18 weeks at number one on the Billboard 200 album sales charts and went platinum 11 times, which we already discussed, selling more than 32 million copies worldwide. It spawned the follow-up multi-platinum album February of 1988 entitled More Dirty Dancing.
0: All right, hold it. Let's pause for a minute, okay? We need to sidebar real quick.
2: Yes, Kim did do her own No, yes, I did watch it with her. However, she started reading the plot. She started off by reading the plot like, you know, usually I start or she'll start it. And then as soon as she started realizing scenes were missed, she just started going and I just let her go.
0: Yeah. Why not?
2: I mean, one, it's her. This is her movie. I mean, literally, this is why she yeah. chose it. You know,
0: it is my like input fun.
2: is always going to be, you know, snarky and do whatever i can to try to piss her off
0: yeah
2: so i'll just play like the normal husband thing and just go in one ear out the other and act like we fucking hear each other
1: yeah he he's right it's my movie it is no
2: i mean i i've i've seen it i mean again it's a good flick don't get me wrong it is a good flick um I do like. I mean, yeah, it's definitely one of those. I mean, it's like How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Yeah. It's a chick flick. Yeah, No. It
0: they're good to watch with your honey every so often, five to ten, fifteen years. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Good. Yeah, that means we wait twenty five years to watch Twilight ever again.
1: We have. Uh, we haven't watched that together since we got down here. I
2: know. I definitely know that was your sister's movie, not mine or not yours.
1: And I got burned out on it.
2: Well, yeah, you're... I got we'll you. We'll talk got about that point later point. on when we do that fucking episode. Now, Kim, yes. Yes, she is doing an excellent summary of this. I agree. And just to hear her, I mean, just listen to her. go I mean, you, we've done it on other shows. We've done it on other yeah. movie watch together. I mean, we, and we watch this movie together. I mean, I've, yeah. I give her shit all the time about these movies. But most of them I do like. I don't have a problem watching Shakespeare. Like, I never have. I've been to chick flicks in the fucking theater and Mm -hmm. I'm not one of those. I mean, okay, let's sidebar really well into this. I will be, I'm one of the few males out there who actually walk into fucking Walmart and pick up a box of monthly shit for you.
1: Yes, I know you do.
2: No questions asked. No. So again, I got no problem with me, but I just thought she, you're right, she's very passionate and she went to count on this. Hey, Tom, have a good night, buddy.
1: Drive safely. I know it's snowing up there.
2: Is it snowing up there?
1: Yeah. Driving in the snow. Oh, yeah, snow. driving
2: in the snow. Son of a bitch, yeah.
1: Drive safe, Tom.
2: Moose and deer. Yeah, hey, yeah, Tom, take it easy, buddy. Drive safe, brother. Yeah, no, but when she started reading the plot and all of a sudden she hit that point where they had a huge fucking plot hole because, yes, the melon, that melon scene is going <laughs> I don't <like>
0: melons.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> And he's like, I can't believe I just said that.
0: Yeah, exactly. like really? Yeah.
2: So, but yes, I I will watch this movie with her. I mean, I and I, I she knows I'm giving so much shit right now about the music because she knows damn well the minute we shut this off, she can kick on fucking iTunes, put it in dirt, put it over on Dirty Dancing, start at track number one, and I'll stand here, sit here, and go now. I'm yeah. Have the time of my life. Yeah, you
0: will. And I won't
2: fuck the lyrics up. I won't nope. mess around. No. So. <laughs> yes. No. It, it is a great fucking movie. I mean,
0: yeah,
2: it, it is a great movie. You know, it's like this one, How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days, Titanic. Yeah. Kind of the kickbooks I've seen. Those are the ones that fucking come to mind right now. Yeah. Are perfect to watch with your honey. You know, either Valentine's Day, anniversaries, um, or if you just want to get
0: lucky, fellas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're agreeing to that? <laughs> the stories I heard,
2: yeah. <laughs> that was a, that was another marriage. That was not this marriage.
0: No.
2: I mean, it's bad enough when your late wife embarrasses you in front of your fucking daughter. <laughs> yeah, I know you know about that night.
0: Oh, this.
2: Yeah, we'll have to bring Hannah on to talk about <laughs> that one. Yeah, we will. Just so I can turn fucking red again. I'm sure I'm already that was turning. That the best. <laughs> I'm sure I'm already turning red. Anyways, I want to get into a little bit of the casting real quick. Okay, go ahead. Um, is that all you got on the
0: on the? Uh... Oh,
1: there's still a little bit more, but I just wanted to finish up real quick. Um, we know what the who the performers were, and it just says here in here at the very end after it goes through. Yes, performed by Mary Clayton, composed by Neil Kavanaugh, Terry Fryer, and Tom Garf. The song peaked forty five, nineteen eighty. That was Hungry Eyes, but says, additionally, the resurgence in popularity of the oldies contained in the movie led to a release of the Condor single, Do You Love Me? Do You Love Me? was featured in the movie, but was omitted from the original soundtrack. It was introduced on More Dirty Dancing upon being re- re-released, Do Dude, You Love Me? Both of these Be- fucking
2: soundtracks were awesome.
1: Yeah, became the surprise hit all over again this time peaking at number 11. It originally hit number three back in 62. All
2: right, so we're going to jump on casting real quick. Uh, the director was adamant that they choose dancers such as Swayze, who could also act as uh, they did not want the use of stand-in method that had been used for no. flash dance.
1: No.
2: For the female lead of Frances Baby Houseman, Winona Ryder and Sarah Jessica yes. Parker were considered for the role of Francis Baby. But
1: both said Bird scene
2: chose the 26 year old Gray, daughter of Oscar winning actor and dancer Joel Gray of the film Cabaret 1972.
0: Yeah. The producers then sought a main lead, initially considering 20 year old Billy Zane. Huh? Uh, no. One of this fucking bodyguards and then the asshole in Titanic?
1: Yeah, I know. He was, yeah, I know. Nah. He, he was also the Phantom, too.
0: Huh? He was also in a movie called Phantom. Oh, uh, the producer, uh, uh, the initial
2: screen test when he was partnered with Gray did not meet expectations. Val Kilmer and Benicio del Toro were also considered for Johnny. Next choice was 34 year old Patrick Swayze, who appeared in Grandview USA and close by with Gray on Red Dawn. He was a seasoned dancer with experience from Joffrey, the Joffrey Ballet. Producer was thrilled with him, but his resume read no dancing after a knee injury. However, Swayze read the script, liked the multi-level character of Johnny, and took part anyway. After this, Johnny's heritage was changed from Italian to Irish. Ray was initially not happy about the choice, as she and Swayze had difficulty getting while and read Don. Anyways, other casting choices were Broadway actor Jerry
0: Orbach as Dr. Yep. Jake Houseman, baby's father, and Jane Brook Brooker Bruck, Brooker Brooker Brooker. Anyways, as Lisa Hausman, her older sister,
2: Brucker. Bergstein
0: Brucker. Bergstein
2: Bergstein also attempted. I'm gonna. I am going i can not wait for that. I hope you don't know this. Okay. This may drop a fucking fucking bombshell on you. Bergstein also attempted to cast her friend. Sex therapist Dr. Ruth Westheimer for the role of Mrs. (laughs) Kumacher.
0: That would be fun shit. Can you imagine that role being in Dr. Ruth's voice? I can't do it, so I'm going to try. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: And Joel Grey as her husband. However, Westheimer Backed out when she learned the role involved being a thief. The role went to instead to an 89 year old Paulette Truman. Another role went to Bergstein's friend, New York r- radio personality, cousin Brucey e. Morrow. She initially wanted him to portray the social director, but then later asked him to play the part of the magician. Morrow himself could be heard at different parts of the movie as the New York area DJ. At the time of the film setting, he was working at WABC, a top 40 station, and served as period music consultant. Mm-hmm. Okay, so maybe the music gives yeah. be more spot on. The role, of the social director, social, the uh, social director went to then unknown Wayne Knight of later Seinfeld and Third Rock from the Sun fame. The part of Baby's Wonder was written. We already went over that. Yeah. So yeah,
1: yeah, because um, and then a little tidbit too. I thought that we're going to touch on too, just kind of wrap up, kind of start wrapping Go ahead. Put a bow on this motherfucker. Is we actually watched. <sighs> The extras that came with the with the Blu-ray, yeah. and it actually showed the original mom in the seat mm-hmm. as they're going to Kellerman's. Well,
2: we were mentioning that too, by the way.
1: Yeah. Well, no how you,
2: you can still see it in the original yeah, scenes? If you look really
1: close, you can see the blonde hair, which I didn't catch it. Oh, I never caught it
2: in, any time either. until until all of a sudden we saw the deleted scene and then I'm sorry we started the fucking movie I went, Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Yeah, and also I am so thankful they did not go with this, but also in one of the takes of the opening scene, Baby and Lisa was actually supposed to talk to each other. And man, I'm glad they cut that out and just did it the way they did it.
2: Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So here's some goose. Okay. Should we go to some goose?
1: Yeah, let's.
2: Okay. We were talking about music, right? Yeah. When Johnny and Baby first danced with the other staff, Otis Redding's "Love, Love Man" is playing. The film takes place in '63, but o- Redding didn't record the song until '67. Yeah. Driving to the resort at the beginning of the movie, the road has solid center lines which are yellow. In the early '60s, center lines are white, not yellow. Okay, that's getting nitpicky, but anyway, anyway. <laughs>
1: Hello, Chantel.
0: Ta-ta! Hello.
2: Hello.
0: <laughs>
2: and of course let's go over a few of these uh great fucking lines you already named one of the best ones ever nobody but baby in, in the, the corner. corner uh me baby says me i'm scared of everything i'm scared of what i said, saw i'm scared of what i did of who i am and most of all i'm, I'm scared, scared of walking what? out of this room
1: and not failing the same never feeling, feeling the rest of my, my whole life, life
2: the way i feel, feel when that. i'm with you now And, of course, the other one is I carried a watermelon. Johnny walks away. Carried a watermelon? Yeah. Uh, Johnny, sorry for the interruption, folks, but I always do the last dance of the season. This year, somebody told me not to, so I'm going to do my kind of dancing with a great partner who's not only a terrific dancer, but somebody who's taught me that there are people willing to stand up for other people no matter what it costs them. Somebody who's taught me about the kind of person I want to be, Miss Francis houseman
1: the only time besides when she reveals to him
2: okay dude okay hold, that it. hold you it hold
1: know it. her name otherwise it's known as baby
2: i love this fucking line right here this is one of my favorite fucking lines in the movie you ready
1: yes
2: it's johnny saying it look spaghetti arms yeah. this is my dance space
0: this is your dance space i don't go into yours you don't go into mine you gotta hold the frame. I like, I like that. I like that. Anyways. So yes, that is dirty I mean, dancing.
1: Yes, it's dirty dancing.
0: I love that
1: line, Chad Paul says I love that line.
0: Right. Oh <laughs> uh, anyways, no, it
2: is a it is good flick to watch with a if you have a loved one. If you don't I mean well, I mean obviously if you're a guy, you're not gonna fucking well. I mean, I mean, maybe you will. I mean, who
0: knows? Different strokes for different folks, I always say. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, will I watch it with her? Of course. Will I watch it by myself? Hell no.
2: Unless I'm wanting... No, I don't know. If I'm by myself, I'm putting
0: in Nightmare on the Street. Yeah. Or Star Wars. Maybe. Maybe Star Wars, maybe not. Okay. Depends on how pissed off I'm at I am at the time.
1: Okay.
0: Of he or she
2: she who should not be named.
1: Exactly.
2: We and by the way, I don't know if make caught that, but from now on on Twitter when we speak of KK with Lucasfilm, we we just put hashtag she who should not be named.
1: Okay? Sean Paul says I I know I'm a bit late, but the movie fucking rocks. Yes, it does.
2: Exactly. Hey everybody's got everybody's got different stuff and
0: you
1: know everybody, says, everybody got different things to do thank you
2: for jumping in die hard exactly yep. great fucking christmas movie yep and
1: yes this movie- but then again
2: it's a movie i'll watch year around so i don't yeah there's it's certain christmas, movies yeah. where i only watch during christmas time
0: like a christmas story
2: to like white
0: christmas <laughs> or what else do i watch
2: just during christmas time Oh, those Rankin and, Rankin.
1: Rankin and ba- Bass ones, right. the Christmas classics like Rudolph, Santa Claus. I mean, and then, of, of course, America.
2: when it's on, since it is on HBO Max right now, fucking Jack Frost starring Michael Key. Love that movie.
1: I love that movie. Thanks love that mother. movie. My
2: mother bought it. I don't remember why my mom bought. My mom bought it. We watched it with my daughter. My daughter loved it. And I actually do like it too. Probably because it's got music. And that's probably why I like it. Uh-huh. But I did like that movie, Jack Lincoln Cross.
0: Has, yes. Anyway, so
2: what we got to come up, Kim. You want to do what? What do you want? We we've come up with a scene where where Kim's oh, going to okay. start picking things, topics, and stuff once in a while. Yes. A little more often than she does now. Yes. Now. And what? what does Kim
0: really want to do? That's um, right, Rankin and Bass. Thank you, yeah. Shontal. Yes. Yeah,
1: thank
0: you. Not Baskins. Bass.
1: Well,
0: Baskin Robbins. Yeah,
1: I, I'm thinking ice cream. Sorry. <laughs>
0: um oh, there dare go. I, I what okay a couple of days ago we talked about what you really, really like to do
2: what's you what oh, is uh, one of your favorite movie genres
1: musicals like sound of music and seven brides for seven brothers fiddler on the roof the king and i south pacific uh no, oklahoma you,
2: hold, 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 you literally stated rogers and Hammerstein's, rogers and Hammerstein's,
0: Steins. Yeah. Steins, Steins, Sticks, rogers and Hammerstein's
1: musicals, wow. yeah.
0: And you want to do those? Yeah.
1: Yes. Okay.
2: Here's what we're gonna do.
0: Okay.
2: But
1: not all at once. <laughs>
2: no, no, you're gonna get one month of these movies.
1: Okay. You're
2: gonna to get to do these movies for one month. So a month
0: of January, I'm taking a month off. So you can do those musicals. You to do them with me. <laughs> Dude, the only fucking
2: musical I'm doing from here on out. Hey, the only fucking musical we're doing, I'm doing on from here on
0: out, is fucking Rocky Horror.
1: <laughs> Chantal says musicals are awesome. I'll be, co- I'll come on, Kim.
0: Oh shit! There you go. You got a co-host. <laughs>
2: now I will watch them. with. I, I give her shit all the time. She knows I do like
0: musicals. I just don't admit it. The problem is right now I can't stop watching fucking Rocky Horror. Let's do Love. Gigi? Oh, love... Gigi? What's wrong, Kim? You can't read? No. Let's let's do Gigi. I love that musical. Okay. I've heard of it, but I haven't seen <laughs> Now nah, you really got it going. Now nah, you really got it going, but
2: Now, I can't, for some reason, I just can't stop watching Rocky. I cannot stop watching Rocky. It's hard for me to do any other movies right now because I can't stop watching. Matter of fact, I probably watch, no, I won't. Never mind. I won't say that. I'm about to
0: say, you know what? Here's a question for somebody. Okay. Mainly you because you're a musical person. Okay. You ready? If you had to choose. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is evil. This is evil. Only a husband would think of this shit. Only a husband would think of this. Yeah. I'll have to. Go ahead. You had to choose one to get rid of. And it's either all musicals. You're listening? Yeah. Or girl movie. Which one are you giving up?
1: I would give up either one.
0: You have to give up one.
1: I wouldn't. I'd fight.
2: You can only get, you have to give up one. No. One or the other.
0: What is it? What is it?
1: No, I will not give up one or the other.
0: All right, I'll choose for you. Get rid of grown No. All right, musicals. No. I told you, I'm not going to be able to get rid of neither one. How's this? Okay. I'll go one for you.
2: Okay. Okay. I'll get rid of something. Right. But you have to choose which one you're going to get, which one of those. Those two you'll get rid of. I will, I've i already chosen something I'll get rid of. Completely get
0: rid of, never buy again, never get again, ever again. I And there's three of the motherfuckers in this house right now. Anyways, would you be willing to give up musicals or girl group or musicals, whichever one, you have to give up one. And I'm already telling you, I'm going to give up something big. Huge. Big. Really big, in my opinion, for me. I didn't give up neither one. All right. Well, I will get rid of all. I'll get rid of two Xboxes and a PlayStation 4. See, I can give up shit. Kick them to the curb. No more video games in this house. Okay. Children. Don't no, they're for children. Uh, anyways, all right. I'm going to give me shit. <laughs> Why not? Dude, if they ever make a musical fucking Star Wars, I am done. Hey, maybe that's what she should not be named Should come up with next. Let's have a musical Star Wars. Come on, Kathleen. You know, I'm, I'll name
2: her. You know you want to do it. Be leg- your legacy. You can knock out George.
0: You're in danger. Abort. Hello, You're in danger. Abort. Abort. <sighs> All right, anyways, next week we have no. Wait, 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 did we have a clue what we're doing next week? No. Sean Paul says, get rid of Grogu. What? Up there. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked. Needed no time to think
1: about that one.
0: Yeah, Kim knows I would never fucking do that to her because I'm not that I know. type. I know. You know, she'll do it to me all the time.
1: All right, let's back check this here. Yeah. Who was the one that says, are you sure you want to get rid of your PlayStation 4? Are you sure you're not going to want it back? I'm the one that asked that.
0: That was a couple years ago. That was a couple years ago.
1: Well, it proves that I don't make you give up anything. I know.
2: (laughs) I know. No, I'm I'm never going to get it back. First, about eight months later, what did we get back? Fucking PlayStation 4.
0: Yeah.
2: And then we get a what? Xbox One, the one yeah. and now we have an Xbox X, yeah. X. <laughs> yeah, you're right you're right I did say I did say groovy and not all of Star Wars Yeah,
1: that's true
0: you know I mean I could have said all of Star Wars versus musicals which one you give up one <laughs> why not? We're not oh okay yeah, it's a porter. what? Oh, I was, damn I must have been out of the fucking loop for a while. What the hell? Welcome back, Stan. Because I thought you were reported according to the rumors. Jesus Christ, this is what I get for missing
2: what fucking Red Pied chat.
1: Yeah. And so no <laughs> 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 who is part of Star Wars. I get any part. Yeah.
0: Oh, speaking of which. I don't know. I don't know. If Kel told this. we. Oh shit! We we tried the seven day free trial of NFL Game ta- Pass. Yes.
2: And on there in 1985, they had the Week 13 game versus the undefeated Chicago Bears versus the Miami Dolphins on yes. Monday Night Football, and they had given a stat on that game about the current undefeated teams or you know current previous undefeated teams in NFL history. Of course, I hope I still saved the
0: partner photo so I can look at it. Let's see. You should have. Yeah, I just got to find it. No, better not. That, you can't put that on there. No. Okay. So, according to NFL history, this is
2: week 13, 1985, uh, Monday Night Football, undefeated regular seasons in NFL history. 1972 Dolphins won all three postseason games. Of course, they went 14-0. The 1942 Bears were 11-0, and 0, but lost the championship game to the Redskins. The 1934 Bears went 13-0 and 0 and lost the championship game to the Giants, which me and Kim thought was interesting since yeah. I don't recall that ever being mentioned
1: it never during was.
2: that game with the Giants and Patriots, Patriots. when the Patriots were undefeated.
1: They, no, they and didn't And then mention got their it.
2: ass kicked by the Giants.
1: 1972
0: is all we have to hang our hat on. Sure. That was the 72 season. Yeah. 14.
2: You know what I mean, fucking they're the only ones that ever go all the way through and win the fucking championship.
1: But it was so, it was a different program back then, too. Now,
2: I mean, that's the Super Bowl era. I know. And you're talking about 34 and beyond. Yeah, I mean, or before. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. I mean, NFL championship is still the same fucking thing as the Super Bowl.
1: I know, but I'm just saying, you know, I'm not everybody
2: but anyway, i just thought it was ironic that it took me watch the 1985 game to learn this fucking nfl history which i should have been told about when the giants played the fucking patriots Patriots. in the super bowl oh yeah i don't care if it wasn't in the super bowl era it's still something that i mentioned
1: no i was i was going chantal said fuck the dolphins hector says exactly that's why (laughs) 1972 is all we have to hang our hat on right
0: right because the the eighty. Okay, so let's look at the Marino era Dolphins, right? Who was Marino's nemesis? Fucking War Number Sixteen. Really? Anna? Yes. Thank you. That was Marino's nemesis.
1: The thing is, is what I meant by that is I'm not. Re- hey, I'm but not, at least want- I'm not going. I'm not going Super Bowl super bowl era era, i'm going the amount of games they played was less than the amount of games we play now they didn't do a full 17 week season like we do
2: well no they didn't do that in 1972 either
1: i know but i'm just saying every time somebody goes to the super bowl undefeated yes i agree fuck the dolphins because that's all they ever talk about they don't talk about these other teams like the Bears. They were undefeated. Well,
2: okay, the, okay, but here's the thing is those other teams lost the championship game, so technically they didn't win
0: they did not I know, finish the season undefeated.
1: I know, I know but I like I'm the just,
0: Patriots.
1: I understand that, but I'm just saying, you
2: know. Yeah, that was the catch that won the Super Bowl. There's part of the
1: reason why they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But no, I'm just saying, you know? You really can't compare today's undefeated season with the Dolphins' undefeated season. Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
0: Nope,
2: I agree to disagree, and I'm gonna leave it at that because I am so sick and tired of everybody wanting to put asterisks and shit in the fucking record books. Well, they ain't played 17 fucking games back then, or they ain't played no 186 fucking games back then.
0: I'm just saying it doesn't matter. I don't give a fuck. Okay. The Dolphins are the only team to win the Super Bowl undefeated. Right? Thank you. Referring to Astros,
1: but okay. Sorry.
0: I know, but it comes down to that. What are we doing next week?
1: Uh, I thought we hadn't decided yet. We haven't?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you got anything you want to do? Mm-hmm. oh wait wait or did we talk about Eddie the finally wait a minute wait what a minute. she's got she got to look something up here people right DB exactly you also um, put people in the face back then
2: and you can and and the quarterbacks weren't pansies right today
1: next week that's
0: why Brady I, can play until he's fucking 50 um
1: a week from Thursday's Thanksgiving aren't we going to start our Christmas shows then
0: But next to a week from today.
1: Yeah, I know. But it's I'm just saying it's the week of Thanksgiving. Aren't we going to start Christmas shows? No,
2: we're going to start on the 30th. Okay.
0: And we're going up to the 25th. And ain't no Christmas shit after that. Ooh, hey. You know what?
2: I want, I want, to, put, I want to put a little bug out for 2022. Here's what we're going to do. You know what? We're going to do something that most people don't know. I'm only going to give you part of this. But we are going to do a two-part series on the rock band, heavy metal band, Sabotage. Yes, we are. We are
1: going to do and that. And there's a
2: reason why we're doing two parts.
1: Yes. But we will leave it at that. We'll, no, leave we'll leave
2: it at that, that until 2022. Yep. And more likely somewhere in January.
0: Yes.
1: So
2: Sabotage coming January 2022. 22. Yes. Here on Using Abused. Abuse. Yes.
1: Yes. No, I thought we were going to start. Hey, and
2: right now I was going, that motherfucker keeps telling all this shit he's going to do in January got this fucking list by yeah. eighty shows. I say we're gonna do in January.
1: No, I thought we, I thought we had decided we we're gonna do it the week of Thanksgiving, but no. I forgot we had decided we're gonna do it the week after. Right? We, uh, no, because
2: I am in. I am one of these people who Christmas does
0: not start until the day after Thanksgiving.
1: Well, I know, I know this, but I'm I.
0: Hence, why no tree? We have no tree up. There is no tree back there yet.
1: No, we usually don't put it up until Thanksgiving. Bingo.
2: While wow, the rest of the people in this motherfucking trailer park,
1: park has their have their far fucking already.
2: outside lights up and on, on. really?
0: Okay.
2: And okay. then, of course, let's go ahead and start with the fucking like, Christmas commercials I've been on for the last three fucking weeks, pretty much. Yeah. Halloween were... ended. Boom! Christmas commercials.
1: Correction: Halloween hadn't even ended before Walmart started airing okay, their well, Christmas then, here you go. music, Christmas
2: Christmas commercials. All right, anyways. I I'm off my soapbox about that. Anyway, so okay. like, who knows? Stay tuned. We'll figure out what we're going to do next week okay stay tuned on social media we'll figure it out we always do yeah
1: yeah
2: so unless let me throw something out it better not be a chin of chick like
1: no i thought we were gonna i thought i know one time we had discussed doing eddie and the cruiser yeah i know
2: i've been talking about doing eddie and the cruisers for how is this show now 2018
0: from 2018
1: yeah exactly chantal christmas music the week of the halloween yeah
0: i know i mean i understand don't get me wrong i
2: understand retail stores when they set up for christmas because we used to work retail we yeah. know when that shit comes in the back door yeah. and you start getting out there because again first one it has it out is going to be the one that gets it's the, the most, first set the most sales, most sales. So, yes you know it's just like uh i think dave and jason were bringing up uh valentine's day mm-hmm. in the retail business or stores we worked at we received valentine's day stuff the week of the actual week of christmas, christmas.
1: we did we did, and we, and I know...
2: And most uh, and of it, we had to hold it until middle of January and then we were able to put it up.
1: I know, yeah, even with Kmart. And by the way, that
0: is also but, fucking candy. Candy comes in that fucking early too.
1: Yeah, yeah, because working, working at Kmart, we had to, we actually, when we started tearing Christmas down, we started putting... Um, Valentine's
2: up. <laughs> Chantel knows our fucking page. Yes, yes, it yes. is. It is very annoying. But you know what? The one thing is, is when I go shopping now during the season of Christmas, I if I don't find anything, I find the thing I'm looking for. I went to the store for, and an associate comes up to me and says, "Hey, I can I help you look for?" I'm like, "Ah, oh, no, I was just looking for this, but no, so you don't have me on the shelf." You know, I try. I don't become one of those.
1: You know. Yeah.
2: Because I don't want to be those people.
1: No, I mean I
2: worked the worked the business, been there, worked in it, and knew what you know. Again, oh. be nice to to your re, the retail workers because man, they're just doing a fucking job.
1: Oh, I agree, Shenthal. I hated doing six a.m. floor floor uh, sets too.
2: Oh, oh God. gosh, right? I hated that. I get back in
0: here so I can I can't see you. It. DB, like, the first Home Depot put away Halloween the Long Garden Christmas throws are- up. Yeah. God forbid you
2: go break, break Right. Well, and, you know, and that was the thing. Like last night, DB, I was, uh, during I was gonna bring up like here, um, we they put out all the fucking uh winter gear.
0: Yeah.
2: Here in Yuma, uh, right in September, End of September, we get all the winter you know winter stuff that you know you people up in the northeast, northwest, mon, you know, all the northern states should get you know places like Arizona and Miami or and the southern tips of Florida and southern parts of Texas should not be getting, well, maybe Texas did get a freeze last year.
0: Yes, they did.
2: But anyways, you guys know what I mean. We normally don't get them fucking freezing-ass fucking temperatures where we need fucking galoshes, snow boots, gloves, and fucking knit no. caps, and, and heavy winter fucking jackets.
1: Those should go yet, to Flagstaff.
2: Yet the shit comes here every fucking time.
1: I know, and it doesn't sell.
2: And it don't sell. But then you go and you go try to find, like, a bathing suit or something because, you know I mean? Fuck, we can swim between 365 around here if you wanted to
1: yeah
2: or or you want to go pick up something and all of a sudden yeah you can't find it anywhere oh because you got moved yeah anyways what else is in the chat
1: kel and i met working at kmart retail has left us with holiday etsd right yeah mariah
2: Mariah is a trigger for my flashback okay dv uh if we ever do a mariah carey episode i will let you know way ahead of time so you do not have to watch that show
1: yeah i'm super empathetic towards retail workers they're they're dealing with us the general yeah oh i know right the general and now the general yeah the general public is assholes oh yeah
2: honestly this is what i say the general public everyone should have to work retail job at Uh, least
1: once in their life
2: for one full year
1: yeah one full year at least once in their life and
2: three of the fucking holidays yeah so you see what it's fucking like
1: yeah because it's no, it's no better Roses and it's no, no, it's no ice cream sundae. And
2: I mean, I, I, you know, I'm happy. We, I mean, we worked in bigger areas, but luckily we didn't work at some of the, I mean, we had some crazy people at, I mean, we were, we used to work at Burlington Coat Factory at one point. We both yeah. worked at Walmart for one point two, So we both been through that bullshit. Yeah. And I worked you
1: at know, Kmart.
2: And you do work at Kmart, but Burlington was actually probably the calmest yeah. of Black Fridays. It was,
1: it was. But. Oh, you know what? Well, oh, actually, we'll say this for
2: we'll say this for next week's episode. I got a great Black story, front Black Black Friday, Friday story for you guys. That actually is after when well, we were still working in Burlington, but it happened at our local Walmart in Orm, Utah.
1: Oh, I okay. You know where oh, I'm yeah. going with this? Yes, I know where you. This going. is a great story. Yes.
2: It's a bullshit story. It is. Yeah, you guys will love it. Uh, oh, we'll yeah. talk. We'll talk about it next week. Um. And just somebody remind me because you know, I mean, how these weeks go, I always fucking forget. By the time we get to the week, so somebody remind me, okay? Say, hey, or Utah Black Friday story, and I'll be like, oh yeah,
1: or a restaurant. That's no, fu- oh no, working restaurant isn't fun either uh-uh. around no. the holidays. That's yeah, yeah that you know, I mean, ranks and, and, right up and, there and with retail.
2: Regular restaurant,
0: you know, regardless of this regular restaurant or fucking fast food restaurant.
1: Yeah, that ranks right up there with. Oh hell
0: down. yeah! You know. Yeah. But yeah. So until next week, guys, I really don't know what we're going to
2: do. Obviously, we got uh, our Tuesday morning. Are
0: we returning back to 5 a.m.? It's up to you. Why is it always up to me?
1: The service industry in Who would general. Like to see is, us
0: back at 5 a.m.
1: The service industry in general is rough. People suck. Oh, I agree, DB. Oh, I agree. Baby.
2: Yep. I agree. Well, I mean, him and him and him and, uh, uh, Hector, they're also in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, you're, and most people work call centers and shit, they're in it too. Oh. You know, I mean, any type of customer service you, regardless of if it's customer service in a in a retail store or yeah. on a phone or whatnot or like you know DB yeah. and, and Hector working with the cable company. I mean, people's cable go out and they lose their fucking shit. Yeah. And
1: Chantel just back, just said, yep, anything dealing with customers. Yeah. That's why
2: I think my my cable. I think most of the time, like I mean, I know I bitch want to cry about a lot about Spectrum. But when I get on the phone with them, yeah. I'm not, I'm not like,
0: Why the fuck?
2: no, I'm like, Hey, you know, we have an outage here. Oh, really? Oh yes. Yes. We see that. And, or, or you, I can go on the fucking app and I'll say, Hey, we have an internet outage or a cable outage in your area. Expected restore time is yeah. this,
1: yeah. which Most, is nice. Yeah. Most jobs would be great without customers. Uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> DB.
2: <laughs> and I- Chantel said it best. Yep, Hell yes, DB. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Maybe that's what she, Maybe we should also do that. Maybe uh, maybe we could do that. Hey, y'all want to come on next Tuesday night, and we'll just uh, talk retail nightmares <laughs> and what it's like to work retail during the holidays and customer service during the holidays, regardless if it is retail or whatnot. That could be that could be interesting. I think we we yeah. did a show like that once, didn't we? I think we did back in the archives.
1: Yeah, I think. i, so. I have to looking
2: at archives. I haven't looked at archives ever.
1: I know. I don't, even know, what, I
2: don't even know what shows we've ever
0: done. I usually know this shit. Mm-hmm. Usually, not really. Look oh. back in these sacred podcast archives. Oh. Mother of
1: God! <laughs> what? says, "Mother of God!" Come on, AC, kick on. Is you don't want to kick on. Warm in here.
2: I'm just looking here, like, oh my gosh, episode 28, episode 25. Oh look, episode 25, Happy New Year interview with Kim. Yeah, that was Kim's first time on the show. Yep. And then that, shortly after that, she joined the show. Yep. So I bet it was that holiday season. Let's see. I think we did a black Friday episode. So I swear, the PMRC one that burned the hell out of me. Burned us both up.
1: Yeah. That
2: school medical mishaps. Oops, we did it again. And no, that was not about. oh, Hey, whoa! There's our top ten wrestling. Damn, that was 2019. That's been two years, almost two years ago. We had Jason Rossman on the show. Oh wow. Montague like was back. Breaking news christmas memories
0: no we never did do a fucking
2: i'll bet we did under christmas memories probably this episode we talk about our personal christmas memories traditions funny christmas moments and a christmas place on hold we also give you our backstory of how and why we who knows anyways y'all gonna want to come on we can do a goddamn fucking
1: retail nightmare show She most certainly (laughs) deserved it at the time. I hi, I'm
2: DB, and I thought about hitting an elderly woman with a whole. There we go, fucking retail therapy.
1: Exactly.
2: Retail holiday therapy.
1: Exactly. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer.
2: (laughs) Mom, grandma got ran over by a fucking shopping cart (laughs) because she was too fucking slow in
0: the mall. (laughs) You might think that it's not funny. But as for all of us retail workers, it was a blast. (laughs) Oh, God. Oh, Lord Almighty. Oh, fuck. All right, anyways. Until next week, have a great week. Great weekend
2: as best as you can be kind to everyone you know i miss those days when we used to go and keep the music playing yes. i do miss those i, I do because every once in a while i just pop in my head going oh yeah we don't do that with no more."
0: no but
2: again and until next week we'll be back for the guitar guitar, guitar race Good. either either 5 a.m or 9 no, we'll be it'll be 2 yeah. p.m i'm not yeah we're not gonna get 5 a.m
1: Power Rangers and Tickle Me Elmo were two of the huge releases that left.
2: God, right? <laughs> I <can> get, Yeah. <laughs> good night,
1: the friend.
2: only good thing about working retail is looking fucking seeing all the goddamn star new Star Wars toys coming out. Uh-huh. That was uh-huh. the only fucking cool part. Oh, yeah. you, can see, you can see that shit, hold that shit and go, hey, yo, boss, can we put this away, away to the, the side? side? We can't do that. You know, it's against a lot rules. I'm like, fuck the rules.
1: No. I'll not-
2: buy it that night.
1: Good night, Chantal. Yes. Good good night, night, everyone.
2: Again, have a great week. Great work. Great
0: weekend. Be kind to everyone. And until next week, Peace. peace. Good night, everybody. Good
1: night.